Welcome to the All Manner of Things podcast. In this episode, we will be reviewing Azul. Hi, my name is Shondell. And I'm Peter. And this is All Manner of Things, the podcast where we sometimes review board games. <laughs> and today we'll be reviewing Azul. You can play this game ages 8 and up It's for 2 to 4 players And it plays for approximately 30 to 45 minutes In Azul, you play a tile-laying artist Placing tiles in a royal palace in the setup of this, each player has an individual player board which has their wall space and also their own individual scoring track. And you also have a number of factory pieces that are laid out around the centre of the table. The number of those depends on the number of people playing. And then at the start of each round, whoever's the first player draws four tiles at random from the bag to place on each of those factory spaces. On your turn, you pick tiles from a factory of the same type and discard the rest into the centre. Or if you wanted to, you can also pick tiles of the same type from the centre. You then add those tiles to your pattern lines. So on your board, you have a, a place, the first row has one place, all the way through to the fifth row, which has five places. Any tiles that don't fit are placed to the floor track, which are classed as smash tiles and uh, have a negative cost. At the end of the round, once all the tiles are taken, you move tiles from your pattern lines to your wall, which is the little place that has all the coloured pictures to show you where the tiles go, and you score them. If you're putting a tile on there and it's not connected to any other tile, it's just worth one point. If you put it on there and it's connected in a row or a column, then you count up all the ones that are connected in that row or the column and you get that many points. However, it's, if it's connected in both a row and a column, you get to count all the tiles in the row and all the tiles in the column, which means the tile that you're placing actually gets counted twice. And then you take off the negative values based on the tiles on your floor and that's your score. The game ends when the first player completes the first horizontal line of tiles. Bonuses are also added at the very end for any rows, complete horizontal rows, any complete vertical rows, or any time you have five of the same type, which is the complete set of tiles. And that's it. Review. Okay, let's make a start with the review, the part that you guys are all here for, I'm sure. And um, we're starting with presentation. I have given this a five. And I've given it a four, but a strong four. Yeah, so I think the tiles in this game are amazing quality. They are like legitimately just miniature tiles. Yeah, absolutely. And it's the very unique pattern as well. Yeah, and I don't think they're um I don't think they're plasticky, they're like actually legit ceramic. I feel like I'm saying legit a lot here, but they do, they're just like tiles. They're, that's what they are. They're tiles for the game and tiles. I don't think they are. I think they are, they're like a, a bit of a plasticky thing. Maybe I, I'm they're a bit chunky. Of it wrong. And, yeah. Mm. Hang on a sec, I'll just bring out one right now. 
See, you're plastic right. wouldn't make that sound. You're right. Uh, I, it, it is. I, it feels plasticky in my hand, but it's. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, maybe it's written somewhere. Maybe someone knows what it is. But anyway, they are very beautiful and very much like a tile. Very <laughs> unique tiles, and it's great. It's beautiful. It what goes very well with the with the box. Yep, and, and the artwork. And they come in a nice sturdy bag, so you don't have to worry about mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. The box itself has a custom plastic insert to store everything. Yep. So, yep. you know, it's, it's so nicely considering 90% of it is what's in the bag anyway. Yeah. So yeah. A, and you leave the tiles it, in the bag. Yeah. Like you're not going to take them out and, and sort them or anything yeah, like that. And, and they're, they're game boards. boards themselves. I mean, they look really nice as well. They're quite yes. pretty. So, yeah, I'm, I really think this is an amazing beautiful game the i'm nodding yeah okay. i realized i realized i was nodding and we were doing an audio podcast this, this, so this that's is, why i'm narrating yeah yeah, yeah yeah i'm nodding my head i probably gave it a i marked it down i said it's a strong four look i've seen some people and they've done one step higher in this and when i see some one step higher and i could probably do better so what I've seen is that people are actually screen printing on a board, on a piece of fabric itself. So the board is now fabric. The bag is fabric. The tiles of, uh, are, are tiles. So because what someone's you, made a board game fancier and the factories, down the, the board the, game. Yeah, the, well, it's just, just proving the fact that you can actually do one better. You'll probably do better for all our games then. True. But what this does mean, though, is it makes it a lot more portable, a lot more travel safe. Because yeah, hey, you don't have anything to worry about. Because you can roll those boards it. and put them in the yeah, bag. Yeah, yep. absolutely. And then all of a sudden, you can now um, throw it in water if you wanted to. So it's completely waterproof. It, it's just what a great idea. I, I just, True. I loved it. That is a good idea. I don't think it. It, it doesn't deserves take a mark away down for it. But oh, it's it's a, a great fall. idea. But it's yep. strong, but it would make it you unique. Mentioned, you mentioned the factories. You mentioned yeah. the factories. Yeah. And is this the right time to mention that they look like coasters? Well, I was about to use one for my teacup at the moment. Yeah, teacup. It's, it's more it's a, a mug. Man, I'm a man. <coughs> Sorry, I don't have a teacup. I've got a man's <laughs> mug. Well, yes. I've got tea in it accidentally, but, you know, <laughs> I'm going to drink it anyway, damn it. I'm going to slurp it. You know, but Zool yes, is very yes. much a tea game, though. It, it is. You know. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's uh, like Arboretum. It's a, yeah. it's a game you play and you have a nice drink of tea with it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Absolutely. Which I think it leads perfectly on to, unless you've got well, more no, things to say. because no, I'm thinking about the factories okay. now. And yeah. if you're going to turn the boards into fabric, then I'd probably turn the factories into ceramic as well so they can <laughs> legitimately be used. I'm using that word again. Oh, my gosh, I'm tired. I've got to stop reusing the same word. Um, it's legit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally legit. Um, as coasters. Yeah. Like how cool would that yeah. be? You pack the game up but you leave the – the factories out and because that's good sturdy. I mean, you wouldn't want them to accidentally break. That would be the only downside. No, you're right. But it would be pretty cool to have them as coasters. Yeah, and look, the bag. Because they look like coasters. The bag. I just like that. I feel like we're doing sound effects. <laughs> we're so, we're so <laughs> well, professional. Yeah. yeah. We've got sound effects now. Well, it's got some space in it. You yeah. can actually you can put, put the some coasters in, in there. there. Yeah. It will add to your travel weight. Um, True. But, yeah, it's a board game. It's worth it. That's okay, all you so should put in on. your bag. Ga- it's all you should put in your bag is when you travel is board games. Yeah, yeah. And a pair of underwear, but board games. Yep. <laughs> and sunscreen. Don't forget the sunscreen. <laughs> well, you could play this on the beach, couldn't you? 
if, if you had the material with the yeah anyway i really enjoy this game the uh, presentation is amazing yep so rookie rating rookie rating now i've given this a four and again i've given it a five <sighs> you know what i am yeah i can't really pick too much out of this in fact it is very simple to teach someone how to play this on the back of the box is a three-step instructions and it's great to have that available for if players forget what they need to do but everyone kind of takes their everyone takes their turn you know in the rough the same order and it's just all about removing tiles off the factories and putting in the center and if ever you with the person that will explain the game, which which has already been explained before at the start of this podcast. But anyway, it's very easy and to, it's got, to teach. And you know it's easy because it's got a small rule book. Yes. That's always a good sign. Yep. Uh, but not only that, it's... Oh, that was the thing, about the, the thing about the presentation is the, the instruction book. It was... And I'm going back, I'm sorry, but... That's all right. Um, the, it's well illustrated, lots yeah. of colours. Yep. Uh, lots of pictures. That's great. That's all I was going to say with that. Okay. Well, I was going to say um, it won the Spiel Diaries for a reason. Yeah. I keep forgetting that it won that because we bought it before it won, so it doesn't have the tag on the box well, like you our know, other winners. We, we actually bought that before <laughs> it won, so we didn't buy into that commercialism. And well, yeah. it's just. Yeah. I, but I remember. I hope I'm remembering this properly. That it did win that year. Yeah, I think um, it did. And it wasn't the. Kenner Spiel, which is the one that's for a more slightly more strategic game. Yeah. It was just the Spiel Tiaras, which is for, you know, it's designed to be an entry-level game or a mm. game for families, mm. like mm. a simple game that you can pick up that's quite good quality and that you can play. Yep. So that sort of tells you that the rookie rating is good as well. It's also a beautiful game. So it's nice and enticing for people so to jump in. It's unique and, and the theme is not geek-ish at all. You know, it's not knights or sci-fi yeah, or, yeah. or uh, fantasy at all. It's just... I love the way you describe that. I'm like, you're describing everything I like, so you're pretty much just <laughs> calling me a geek. But that's all right. Yeah, I am a geek. And I think the, the pace is really well handled as well in the game. So the complexity is of explaining how the game plays is very light. The rounds are fast. But the strategy. Yes. the strategy in there. And that's so good. The thing with the explaining the game is sort of the scoring can be a little bit mm. um, confusing. And I'm not it's, not, it's not massively confusing, but trying to explain it to people at the start. If you put down one tile, it's worth one point. If you put down one tile and it goes into a horizontal row, you count all those tiles or a vertical row. But if it goes into both a horizontal and a vertical, then you've got to count both the horizontal and the vertical so you count that tile twice once you once you like with explaining you've you've explained this before to someone else and several times i've explained this game okay yeah so but once you actually lay it out an example of it people get it pretty quick and that's the thing that it doesn't say in the rule book that i do every time i explain this game is the first few rounds we take turns to score yeah so that you can explain to people how to score as we're going to make sure they understand it because in the rules it just says everyone scores at the same time yep. you know that's why you've got your own individual tracks to speed up the game everyone can score at the same time at the end of each round but 
the way I play it is until I'm certain that people understand how the scoring works, then we keep just going around the table and taking turns so everyone can see how the scoring works for each person. And the main part of that is making sure you get to the point where someone's scoring a tile that goes into a horizontal and a vertical. Yep. Pro tip there for a trainer who's trained lots of people. But I still gave it a five, but I'm saying that is sort of the – the only thing I would market against for in terms of introducing this game to rookies. So, this is a game you've mentioned before. I'm just going to sum it up. It's a game you can play with your parents. Yeah. As well, you know, it's one of those games that um, the theme is not going to be all controversial, or you need to twist their arm and say this is a great game, but ignore the fact that the theme is a little. Or zombies, zombie. killing yeah, zombies. Exactly, or, exactly. Yeah. I mean, your parents might be into killing zombies, of course. Hmm. My mum loved Tiny Epic Zombies and that was a huge surprise to me. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on. Player interaction. Yes. And what did I say about player interaction? I gave it a four. I gave it a four as well. Um, and I'm looking at your screen there. It looks screen. I'm looking at your screen. It's a really technical screen. It's, yeah, it's made it's out of paper. paper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my my uh, screen uh, also has um, a five and then I scrubbed that out and made a four and yours is exactly the same. Yes. Because originally when I was thinking about player interaction, all decisions in this game, and this is where this game becomes great. It has those crunchy decisions that I love. Yes. Um, all decisions have a degree of considering what other players are doing. Yep. So every time you pick up tiles, even if it's right at the start, you're counting, okay, I need the red tiles. You know, you're counting how many red tiles on each of the factories. You're thinking, how many do I need? Thinking, if they go into them, if they put those ones into the middle, mm-hmm. then how many are going to build up in the middle before I can take them? And does anyone else need tiles? Like, it's... It's all these mini things you need to consider yep. each time you take yep. tiles. Yep. And it's really like that makes the interaction high. But. but yeah. But it's a silent interaction. Yes. Um, I would say but. My, my but is slightly different. Um, my, <laughs> my is but, yeah, it is, it is slightly can different I, shape. Can I explain yeah, my but yeah, then? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all those, all those thoughts that you're having about what other players are doing, which makes yes. interaction so high, are thoughts that are in your head. Yep. It's not conversations with other players. Yeah. And I, I agree with that. Absolutely. That, that can also be seen as AP yeah. from the outside. Yeah. It can be seen as someone's just taking forever to take their turn. And the thing is, until the person before you takes their turn, you don't have all the pieces. You don't have all the answers to all the questions that you need to know before you take your turn. Mm. You really need to know all of it. So each like person's turn, if you've got one person there who's prone to sitting and thinking for a long time, that does slow the game down. And the games that are slow just don't feel very interactive to me. The one point where I would say it's... Your butt. My butt, exactly, yeah. um, is that early in the game when you haven't quite worked out the strategy of what you want to do, there's less yeah. interaction. Yeah. And you're but just it grabbing builds. tiles. It, it, yeah, yeah, exactly. But it does build and you do start all of a sudden looking and go, well, I definitely need those tiles and you definitely need those other tiles, but I'm yep. going to take those tiles from you so I can, 
you know, or, cut you off. Or, or you get to the end of a round, and exactly. you start, near the end of the round, and you start counting how many colours are left in the middle. Yes. How many people yes. are around the table? How many turns? Yes. If I take that and he takes that, then that person is going to be stuck with that and I know they can't use it. But if I yeah. take that, I mean, I could use it, but like how many broken tiles would they get if I mm-hmm. leave it for mm-hmm. them? Yeah, that towards the end of every round, I find it really amps up because it's very much you're able to count. Once you get to the point yeah. where you can count, yeah. Yeah. then it's like, oh, who's going to be stuck with that? Which again leads into the next section, which I love. I love how this is all kind of flowing together. Um, balance. And I gave this a three. I gave it a three as well. Now, you were saying how you can, how it's kind of that, how many moves you can think ahead. This game is yep. definitely higher in strategy than it is in luck. Much higher than strategy. So obviously there's luck with the tiles that you draw out and put place onto the factories. You can't how predict many, what they're going to be. Yeah, And, and how many of which st- colour on each factory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So that's always going to be uh, something you need to consider. And sometimes you might have a lucky round, but on the at the end of the day, or an unlucky round, but at the end of the day, the strategy of which tiles that you take and what you leave other people yeah. is is just it's through just the, the roof. game. It, yeah. yeah, exactly, and, and it's what it's all what the entire game's about. Yep. Um, you can, in a two-player, when we've played two-player before, kind of predict what somebody else is going to take. So there is a couple of ways you can think a couple of moves ahead, especially, yeah. as you said, at the end of the round. Yeah. But throughout the game, you can kind of go, oh, well, they're definitely after the that red tile, so yeah. I'm going to try and take as much of them as possible. Or, or they're going to be focused so much on the red tile, they're going to not miss the blue, you know, tiles that I want. So I'm going to yeah. just go with that. You know, so whatever it is, for me, it's it's a three. You know, there's definitely that's misbalance, but it it is beautiful. It's a beautiful game. This this way this plays out. And I do feel possibly an expert would be beat a rookie in this one. Yeah, because why? I think you just have a bit more of an understanding of which tiles to place early on. Like when we first played it, you just sort of looked at what was available and put them on your board, but. It didn't take long to start yes. to realise you get more points when you link tiles together. Yeah. Unless, you know, you've got a rookie who can work that or, out straight away, who can see that straight away. Yeah. Or um, they can they know the bonuses at the end of the round, which matter so much, which is the difference between winning and losing always, yes. is the how many horizontal tiles, how many vertical tiles, how many of the same colour. Yep. Those key things, if you don't have that together or, or that focus at the start of the game, you can miss and lose yeah. the game yeah. because you've lost sight of what you need to achieve. Yep, that's fair. Okay, replayability. Again, I gave this a five. I gave it a four. Yeah, that's fair, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no challenges there. Well, actually, so full confession here, I have I have my Azul sheet sitting in front of me and right next to it I have my Arboretum sheet. Yes. Because I feel yes. like they're very similar and I was curious yes. to see what I had written for Arboretum and the scores I was going to mention that a little later on, but yeah, yeah. yeah. And looking back at the different scores, I think I was a little bit – you're just flipping your screen over your yeah. <laughs> at the moment. I'm trying to really quietly flip my screen over. I think I was a little bit... Paper screen. <laughs> I was a little bit more harsh when we reviewed Arboretum than reviewing Azul. I can clearly see that now. I think in my, you know, the more we do this, the more generous I am to games. I'm like, yeah, five, five, five. But back then it was a bit harsher. And at this 
flipping my screen back. At this point in time, I've given Azul a five, but I gave Arboretum a four, so I could probably see it as a four. And the reason I gave Arboretum a four is because it was too heavy and thinky to play again straight afterwards, but I was eager to play it again. And I think Azul is probably the same. I think it'll be too heavy and thinky to play your way straight away. Arboretum is a longer game to me, I think. You've got to commit more of your time. I don't know why I think well, that. Well, brain but power, it, maybe. It does. It, it, every this one's game still a really heavy-thinking game. Arboretum is agonising This game round. is as well, maybe to a slightly lesser degree. Firstly, let's just say that this is one of the fastest setups you can do in yeah. a game, yeah. which is great, and it always lends itself to replayability because oh, the thought of – Putting out 50 million miniatures before starting can turn you off a game to yep. begin with. Totally agree. The tiles are randomly drawn every time, again, which also is that randomness. Yep. And along with that, that. Yeah, which means that essentially every game's going to be different. Yep. And along with that, the people you play against make every game different. Yeah. Yeah, true. And as the box said, you know, 30 to 45 minutes playing. Yep. That's probably about right as well. Yep. So, look, I we've played this with some newbies. Uh, they've played it the first time. They want to play it again yeah. on the same night. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But two games kind of feels like that's about it for me. A night. You know, well, that, two that's, games in that's a night an hour. is high replayability. Yeah. Especially knowing that you could still probably pull it out the next week and be happy to play it again. I want to say it's not a 10-minute game. It's not yeah. Uno. You know, or is whatever. that why you marked it down? Because it's yeah. just yeah, yeah. Look, I, I, Cause, cause you're only, I've, if I'm only going to play a game twice in a night, it's not replayable well, enough for me. Yeah, again, once you've potentially like the other thing is, is potentially if you're the expert, you're teaching rookies, you're gonna if you smash them once or twice. I don't again, think you might would not. though. I don't feel like I've taught this game many times, and they and have not won many quickly. times. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. And the other thing, in terms of different levels of gamers, this is an enjoyable ex- enjoyable experience for all levels of gamers, which does make the replayability high because it doesn't matter who's visiting you or who you're visiting or who you're bringing games around to, it's enjoyable for everyone. So it's a great game to replay. And I have made that exact same comment a little bit lower down as well. <laughs> so, so if we can move on. Theme. Now, I gave this a two. And I also gave it a two. Look, this doesn't have much of a theme, but it doesn't seem to suffer because it doesn't have much of a theme. No, I have actually written the exact same words on Azul and Arboretum. And I wrote my Azul one before I decided to bring out my Arboretum one. And the words were, it has a theme. Yeah. Which is why it gets a two and not a one. Well, look, it's so light, but... It plays well, you know, it, yeah. it plays well and you can overlook the fact that it's a theme. But look, it is a unique theme as well, you yep. know. It's one of those ones where but I'm does, happy. But it doesn't matter if it's a unique theme, if the theme doesn't really play through. Uh, a little bit, a little bit. To me, I, I think that, again, if it was like placing zombies down on a board, I think it would lose, and, it, and there's nothing to do with yeah, zombies, true. it would lose something for true. me. But because it's tiles the um the one thing with it being tiles is because the tiles are like miniature tiles that part of the theme does play through yeah it does feel like i'm laying tiles because they are like miniature tiles what i think is always funny when telling someone about this game is that 
I have to say that it, it is a tile placement game because you are literally placing tiles on a board. Yeah. But it's not a tile placing game at no, all, which no. is, is something it's completely a different. different. Mechanic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah. I always find that quite funny. Anyway, you carry on. Well, I was also going to say that the um, it's not like we call the factories factories when we set this game up. We no. call them coasters. Yeah. Let's face it. Yeah. We lay out the coasters and we put tiles on them. Yep. And I don't even think we're the only ones who call them coasters. Yeah. Everyone thinks and they're coasters. And people who actually play them, they're, they're, they don't think about them as anything else other than coasters. somewhere yeah. you put the tiles. Yep. So The other thing I wanted to say was I don't feel like I'm an artist embellishing the walls of a royal <laughs> palace, which is what it says in the rule book, unless it's a paint-by-numbers palace because there is actually no choice as to where you paint it, uh, place the tiles. Yeah. Everyone's putting them in exactly the same place. Except so there's no when you creativity. Flip, flip the, there's flip no the board over, though. Isn't there... I've uh, never looked at that on the side of the board. Side. I'm, I'm going to lift up this again and I'll flip the board over. Uh, we hadn't played the advanced side, but look, oh, huzzah! There you go. Yay. That to me is more if a you blank can create, canvas. Yeah, that's making your own design. That's yep. more yep. embellishing the walls of a royal palace. I did write that down <laughs> to remember it. <laughs> but you're a tile layer. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, but it's fancy, like you know, like you the get to Alhambra really exp- and sort yeah. of, which I know is another game, but you know that sort of fancy designed yeah. palace. Best and worst. Okay, my best for this game is I love a simple game that involves so much thinking and hair pulling decisions, and this game has that. My best with this game is the mechanic. It's really easy to explain, yet the strategy is really intense. So, yeah, yeah brilliant. Best type of games I can you can get. Yeah, I'm really enjoying that type of game at the moment. It mm-hmm. just really mm-hmm. draws me in. Um, the worst, I wrote something about the score track. Yeah, true. Again, explaining that score track can be... Uh, yeah, yeah. You think they could have cleaned that up somehow? You could have meant that some other mechanic to use to No, no, no. I think score. it's a really good way to score. Like I think the scoring itself is solid. I think it's a really good way to score. I think the bonuses you get at the end are, are good. It's just, I don't know. I was Because I was struggling to think of a worst, you know, to be well, honest I, with this game. I didn't really have much of a worst either, but those black little cube counters, yeah, they could thinking, be better. I was thinking maybe that. Yeah. Because have we knocked them before? I feel like we've knocked them. We maybe, have. Maybe if it was like... We have knocked them before. Um, you want magnetic? <gasps> magnetic. Because that, that, that would also be really good because that would be waterproof. Sure. Let's go with that. <laughs> Or like, uh, is it Scythe, which is the first game I've seen her do it and I know other games have done it, where it's like two levels of cardboard and the first one's got cutouts so when you put things in there they don't move around. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. So something That's like that. Good. I don't yep. know. I yep. don't know. I just – it's a struggle to pick a worst for this game. This is, is the first time it I've is. struggled so much to think of a worst yeah, for a game. My worst is the the theme but I, I still think that it's a decent theme and yeah. I don't really can't – yeah, the game doesn't suffer for it at all, so that's a terrible worst. Yeah. But it's it's all I could get. Yep, that's how good it is. Final thoughts. 
Look, this this game is a crowd pleaser. Look, you can bring this to any games night and have any audience that you want, exactly what you said before, and people are going to love it. Whether you're high in the strategy or you just want a simple – it's almost like it works almost with a party game if you really wanted to. I mean, it's a silent party game, mind you. but It's not really a party game. Yeah, but at the end of the day, a novice, a bunch of novices are going to get a lot of enjoyment out of it. High strategy people are going to get a lot of enjoyment out of it. Um, My final thought was that it's elegant in both looks and gameplay. Buy if you like Arboretum. Yeah, very true. I've Maybe or, also or if, you're, if you're looking for a game. As well, Sagrada's really up that alley as well, yeah. I think. And, and, I think and look, hey, Sagrada, sorry, Sagrada has got the cardboard thing that you oh, be that great has for the, the scoring. Yeah, the insects, yeah. yeah, with good scoring. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, so say, like if you like Arboretum but you want a game that's not a card game, Yeah. you know, you want to move away from a card game to a board game. As much as this is a, a board tile game. game that's yeah. not a tile game. And then Sagrada is a dice game. <laughs> so if someone can come up with an actual board game as yeah. a sort of strategy or this thing. If you do know of one out there, then please let us know because yes. we love this type of game. Yes. Uh, I've put by if you want a game that works pretty much with any type of crowd. That's a nice one. I like that. Um, by if you want to challenge your decision-making skills. Again, copied straight from Arboretum. Yeah, I was wondering what you were doing with trying to, you know, look at the other uh, older chart. It's a clever idea using the algorithm. Well, because it was the same thing. (laughs) You do challenge your decision-making skills with this game. Have we reviewed Sagrada at all? Because otherwise you'd have that next to you as well, I probably would. And then I'm going to be surrounded by paper by the time we get to review (laughs) Sagrada. Screens. Oh, yeah, screens. So you can scroll up and down. Yeah. Yeah. By if you like telling people that it's a tile placement game, which it's not a tile placement game, which involves tiles, which are actual tiles, not the tiles with things, and you place them, but yeah. So, yeah, that's what I got for that. (laughs) And I also said, buy if you like tiles clinking in a bag. Sounds like Christmas, doesn't it? (laughs) Yeah. Some people get a lot of enjoyment of these little things about games. Yeah, tactile things that people like, or the sounds, or yeah, yeah. you said the touch of like metal coins. Oh, yeah, oh, exactly. Amazing. Uh, and look, you've said this before uh, numerous times about particular games, but this is this is in my book. This is a buy it. Just just buy it. Yep. You've been listening to the All Manner of Things podcast. If you would like to get in touch with us, you can email us podcast at allmannerofthings.com or alternatively you can visit our website at www.allmannerofthings.com thanks for listening bye Bye. (gasps) magnetic sure Let's go with that. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>